Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. I I've wanted to ask you this for years, and I never I never I never have. Um, okay. Why did you leave Orange County? I, I I remember seeing you at Club Eight and a Half once, and I forget what show it was. It uh, may have been the Far Side, Course of Disapproval, um, uh, Drift Again, Coldwater Crane. I just remember seeing you, and you were not happy, and you said, "If this keeps up, I'm leaving." And I remember going, "Okay." Then I'm thinking, okay, what's he talking about? Because I kind of didn't know, but I kind of did know. Like, I, 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 I just, I, so how come? Because it literally, it seemed like Dave's here, Dave's here, a mainstay, and then Dave's gone. Yeah. Uh, quite honestly, I was battling, I didn't know it at the time, but I was battling pretty bad depression mm-hmm. uh, those last couple years in California. And I just needed a change. Like, I needed out of Orange County. I had thought of uh, moving to the Bay Area possibly because I had some friends up there. Um, just moving somewhere. I didn't. I didn't know where. And then uh, a good friend of mine from New Jersey was staying with me on a, He was on a road trip. He was staying with me, and I and he mentioned that he might have an in for a, a rent control department in New York City, like in Queens area. And but he just needed a roommate, didn't wasn't sure who, and I said, I'll do it. And that we that fell through that apartment, but that got the ball rolling of just like, all right, I'm out of here. And it's it was a very natural feeling. I didn't I don't feel I miss my friends there, but I see pictures of Huntington Beach, I see that stuff, I just get shivers of like, oh, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> you, you, you know what's interesting is like, um, as far as like Huntington goes, like I've always been like the proud Fountain Valley guy. And like that was always sort of like a joke. Like I'm from Fountain Valley, I'm from Fountain Valley. Because, you know, people that are not from here or even people that are here, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's so close. It's basically Huntington Beach. And I would always say, no, it's, you know, no, oh, it's not. <laughs> but um, especially the way that Huntington is now, um, it's, it, and, and just with everything with, with COVID and, and all the Trump-related stuff, um, and obviously that, that's a generalization. Not everyone is, is like that. Um, but I just, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, how do I put this? It sort of makes me happy that I always sort of flew the flag for Fountain Valley going, like, I never, like, embraced the, oh, I'm from Huntington Beach. Just, but even before that, I remember, like, the whole culture of welcome to HB, now go home. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it was very exclusionary in some ways. And, and it's also one thing that, that people forget is that, you know, Orange County, Southern California is such a liberal bastion in the minds of people outside the area. But Orange County is a bastion, you know, it's actually a bastion of, it's Richard Nixon country. Right, you know? right. It's conservative as fuck. It's got, you know, home associations that'll fine you for having your trash cans visible from, from the street. And you can't paint your, you can't do shit with your lawn. You can't do, you know, it's like, it's conservatism. And that's part of the reason why I think punk rock exploded there. But, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the cool town that everybody kind of tries to play it up to be. Did you, when you moved, um, because at one point I heard that, you know, in addition to, you know, your photography and stuff like that, um, you were also making microchips. Is there any truth to that to that rumor that you were, like, making microchips for computers or something? No. Uh, my first job in New Jersey was uh, screen printing uh, circuit boards. Okay, so, so close. So close. Close. Yeah. It's close. Basically, you know... Uh, you know, like how when you look at a circuit board, it's green. Yeah. It's got like the letters. I basically made that green, and I would screen print like the letters and numbers. So and you're you're the reason why, like engineers that are or whoever, whoever's putting that those components parts in those things, they know where they go because you had been screen printing them. Yeah. Oh, that that's was my rad. First job out there. Hold on, I'm gonna change my shirt because I know this shirt's a grubby shirt. So no, 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 no. I don't represent my. My, my dead friend. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, you know, not obviously not cool that they're not around, but cool that you're doing that. Look at that Wally George thing. I just noticed that in the background. I pulled that off of a uh, uh, telephone pole. Oh, like how long ago? Decades? It, yeah, this is mid-80s, probably. I, I actually have... Believe it or not, his uh, his uh, book. Um, he, I don't yeah. think the show. I don't think the show actually happened. Mm -hmm. I think I think there was a squabble over who was gonna headline or some shit like that. I that's what I heard. I don't know if it, how true that is. Were you <laughs> yeah, um? Liar. So when you when you when you left though, did it? Oh, here I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you want to tell me something? The old K Rock. Yeah, I saw that. I I didn't know if that's what that said actually, but because at first I thought it said K D O C. Because remember that was Wally's station. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, K Rock presents Wally and the Wally and some punks. Oh man, see that's the thing is Wally was so interesting in that way because he framed himself as one thing, but he was clear. I think more than anything, and I mean I think he was obviously conservative, but I think more than anything, he was like a showman that oh, definitely. Um, that, I mean, but that's the thing is like a guy like that back in those days, you know, you see a guy like that and you'd be like, okay, like he's that, if he would ever have tried to run for president, it would have been laughable. Like, like, like nowadays a guy like that could potentially be a serious contender. And I mean, he could utilize social media. I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to be negative or delve too much into politics, but I think we both know what, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a cult of personality more so than anything else. Right. I mean, you don't have to be good at anything. I think the second George W. Bush was a good example of that. He was a failed businessman. He left the military. And they yet they portrayed him as this 
good old boy Texas rancher. The only reason he sold that ranch that he had as soon as he left the White House. All he did <laughs> was clear brush and mountain bike on it. <laughs> you know, it was all just image. Right. And yeah. That Wally George image then was laughable, but you know, I mean people like Chris Christie and you know, uh Roger Stone and all these people, they've made a living off of it now. <laughs> when you when you left Orange County, um so you've never come come back, obviously. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm, maybe you visited or whatever, but I think I've been back only twice. Did you? Um, did you? Uh, so then it obviously did the trick. Like leaving was what you need. Like like it wasn't like go away for a bit and come back. Like it really did the trick. Yeah, it was. It was the best thing I I could have done. I think I grew as a as a person, uh, as an individual. I learned much more about myself. I kind of came to terms with having depression and and battling it, knowing when to battle it. And uh yeah, it's just yeah, it was the best thing I could have done. I mean I think I think I've been back maybe three times and it's usually just real quick trips to see family. Because like, I have my parents are uh divorced. So I'd spend a couple days like in the Long Beach area with my mom and then I'd go out to Palm Springs area with my dad. And then it's all right out. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And thank you. Um, also, I want to try to come back soon, like maybe next year or something, and have more of a Orange County friend, like to see you, see, go back, back to Rev, you know, and see Mandel and see, you know, a lot of good, good people that you know, the people I miss. We that. should, uh, <laughs> we should make a thing of like, of I mean, here, this is me just always thinking of content, but it's like. We should make a thing of you walking into Rev for like the first time. Because remember, we worked at Rev at that. Like we worked together. Yeah. We, you and I, moved the warehouse along with Isaac and whoever else Jordan got to. Uh... Yeah. Would we have Mandel definitely? I think we Mandel? had John Nutcher. I think we had the Nut. I think. Um, yeah, I'm trying, dude. There wasn't a lot of us, and that's the thing is, I remember Jordan staring at the what? warehouse when <laughs> when we got in there, and Jordan looking around and going. Because it was huge. And Jordan goes, and but nothing had got in. He goes, is it going to be enough space? And I remember thinking, like, I hope so. Because I don't want to do this again. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it's funny because it's probably small for them now. Oh, right, right. <laughs> well, and also, I, I also wanted to say, you know, I, you know, going back to the depression thing that you would mentioned. Thank you for uh, talking about that. Just because, like, I mean, I, we all... I think, I mean, everybody, I, I think everybody deals with that to varying degrees every day, every day in some way. And it's just, I'm just saying like the fact that you recognize, hey, this is going on with me and I can either stay here and not be happy or I can leave and take a chance on being happier. Like that's a, that's a big, I mean, that's a huge step. I mean, that would be I don't know that I could do something like that. So I, I, I'm like in awe of your like boldness. Thank you. Yeah. It's funny because I didn't quite see it that clearly. I was just like, this sucks. I need out. And then this opportunity just presented itself and was like, all right. And, and at no point did it feel awkward or anything. And it was like only years later that I come like, I was probably one pretty depressed motherfucker those last few years. And, you know, like, I was not always pleasant to be around in the last couple of years. 
I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I, I, I would say that more than anything, the Dave that I met in 1992 versus the Dave 1994, 1995. Because what year did, did you finally leave? February of 97. I, I just would say that the Dave that I had known... It was um, more of a guy that kind of just lost his smile. Like, like that's what you were showing me outwardly. Like, you just, you know, don't get me wrong. You would laugh and you would, but but I'm just saying, like, it, you were more insular at that time. Like, you know, people were hanging out, whereas you'd been one of the guys hanging out. You know, you would, you know, you just weren't. And I just always, like, I, I always knew, like, you and Popeye were really good friends. And, and then, like, I mean, Popeye even told me, like, being on tour with you, like, like the first Farside tour, like, like just like having you there was like awesome for him. Like it really like, you know, helped him and, you know, just, you know, deal with being on his first tour. So. Yeah. That, that tour was amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's, I, I've always been socially awkward. I'm always kind of the person who will withdraw from a crowd. Or, you know, like I'm, so I'm the exact same way. I'm believe it or not, yeah. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. But you're more outgoing, where I'm like more of an introvert. So it's kind of like I'll kind of hide in the shadows a little more. And but that's why you and I would talk in the shadows. Like if you remember, like I would come over and we would like, you know, and yeah. Yeah, we bonded in the shadows. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> what what was being on that first Farside tour like? Because that was off the seven inch, and I don't think Rochambeau would come out yet, right? No, it didn't come. It, it I don't think it hit the streets until we got back. Uh, so we were gone for six weeks. Off of a seven inch. Yeah, on the seven inch. Um, we had a couple shows canceled early. I know one was in Kansas it's at the outhouse, which just kind of bummed me out because it was kind of uh, a big club, or not a, um, an important club in the scene. Mm -hmm. It was like out in this cornfield in the middle of nowhere, and Farside was supposed to play there, and it was, I think it, that club closed like a day or two before, and that's why the show was canceled. So I never got to go to that club. But... Um, the shows were just sparsely populated for the most part. Um, Popeye, Popeye went blonde. Yes, he did, he did right before. Uh, uh, I came across an, a couple negatives. I was like, oh, I got to scan these and post these. Please do. Please do. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty sparsely populated. It was awesome because we had, I mean, Rob had done some touring. But we had nobody else, everyone else was like first time out in, the, in a lot of these places. We had Mark Hayworth basically was like the tour manager. Not that we yet knew what that was, but he was basically, he guided us. He, his, he was super experienced, you know, and he just like showed us the way, kept us all in line. Like He's great at that. Great at that. Just great at great at yeah. taking the reins and doing it and 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 just like if 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 you if you followed his his lead, you pretty much knew things were gonna be okay. You may not always love it, but you knew that you were gonna be okay, it seems. Cause I, I was on a tour with him later, and so I just I, I I saw that side of him that you're talking about. 
Yeah, and he he was great because it didn't feel like he was in charge, but he was definitely like looking back now, he was definitely like, "Come on, boys, yep. let's go." <laughs> and he was great, and it was awesome. We had a few shows canceled on us in like Pacific Northwest, but I remember. I mean, one of my fondest memories from that tour is um, walking around downtown Seattle on July Fourth, lighting off fireworks. And it was kind of rainy and cool. It was like, oh, it's just so fucking neat. <laughs> so right, cool. right. Yeah, you know, and we, Farside played the Satyricon, uh, an iconic club here in uh, Portland. Uh, that So that was kind of neat. Uh, nobody was there, unfortunately, but it's like, hey, I got to be there too, you know? Uh, yeah, it was just, it was an absolute blast. It was an educational uh Learned a lot about myself. Learned about a lot about the country. So I remember one time, I think it was in Arkansas, maybe. We had we were coming out of the, some little health food restaurant. These two kids were sitting in a car, and because some of us had both ears pierced, they just looked at us and go, "You guys, a bunch of faggots!" You know, it's just like, whoa, like the hatred, the right. instant from just being. We didn't think we looked any different. That was the other thing we thought. Remember at Colorado or something, the Denny's waiter was like, walked up to take our order and goes, so where are you boys from? And I remember Popeye going, is it that obvious? <laughs> you know, we didn't think we stood out. We were just normal hardcore kids, but we were like massive. In 1992, we were massive sore thumbs walking around middle, middle, uh, middle America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I, I, in, in the, in the. I mean, I haven't done a ton of touring, but in, in a little bit of the touring, and then being in the South with uh, 108, like we would have probably stood out. But then having uh, Vic there, Vic Takara, you know, Hari Krishna, the Sika, like, 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 like that. That was. I mean, nobody, nobody said what they said. Well, they sort of did. It's kind of in the documentary. You'd have to, you'd have to see it, but. Um, I watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah, there wasn't a hate like it. The word is hateful, but it wasn't said in a way like that the guy was being hateful. So it was it was just a different situation than a guy just randomly that you've had no interaction with sitting in a car and just popping off and saying that word to you just because like you know I'm I'm I, I have a problem when I when I when I hear that and like I, I, I like work on a school campus and I'll hear kids say it. And I turn around and I don't even have to say anything. I just give them a look. And yeah. I'm, I'm so not known for ever having that look that it, <laughs> I think it carries a little, just a little bit of weight. Maybe not much, but just a little bit. So, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, you did pictures for the Head First layout. Which ones did you do? Or was that Drew Trollson that did the cover of the Burning Deal? That was all Drew Trollson. I think I'll, I'll, I think they just used a photo of Kevin Murphy that I had made. Uh, I think that was the only photo on there that that, that is mine. Okay, and then okay, no, no, continue. I'm sorry. I think that was I. Uh, yeah, I think it was only the picture of Kevin because he had the that shit written on him. I can't remember. Right, right, that. right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that was the only picture I think I have on that record. But yeah, that was, it was just kind of like, like a lot of times when I've had a photo on a record, just kind of gave the photos 
and then they used them or not. <laughs> and then you would see the record, or you would you would buy yeah. buy the record and be like, oh, yeah. I I did this. Sometimes, I mean, back then we were all friends and seeing each other on a regular basis. That it would be like, oh, we're gonna use your photo. It was always, it's always a, a massive honor to, to when anybody thought enough of my photos to uh, use them for their record. But there's times like looking back, I think I had, I got photos on record probably due to being in proximity, close proximity with the bands and the labels more than maybe some better photographers. Well, you know, like, I, was I like, wouldn't I was say that. Me. I wouldn't say that. You no, know, because like, Dave, I, there was people that they could have called, or I'm saying if it was as easy as just clicking a button, they could have. Yeah. I mean, you you were sought out. I I remember specifically you being sought out to take pictures. Like, I mean, I know you did the Far Side one of them when they were in J.C. Penney's or something or or wherever. I didn't that one. That yes, you did the one with the bunk beds. Nope, Jordan took that photo. Ah, so which one for the far side was that? Was that one of like one? Of, I think the live photos of them. I took those. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, cool. 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 Jordan, Jordan took Jordan took that photo. <laughs> and then now it's mentioned on that that uh, uh, where it went podcast. Ah, you and went. Was, ah, you went and listened. Good boy. Yeah, good boy. I gave it a listen, and uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that yeah, that's misremembered. That was Jordan who took that photo.